This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد Dear brothers in Islam in today's short khutbah I would like to address an issue that is damaging our community it has damaged already and it is and the damage is going to the next level and this is the issue of the breakage of the families through divorce khula or fasq how many families we know in our communities that they have broken what are the reasons and what is the solution the topic is very big and it is impossible to cover it within 15-20 minutes. But I would like to highlight some of the main reasons of these breakages in the families. One of them is that is unfortunately practiced by some so-called Muslim cultures but in reality it has nothing to do with the religion of Allah. And that is the forced marriage. Parents, the fathers and mothers, they force their daughters and their sons to marry someone they do not want to. And there are many reasons for that. One of them is that the parents, they want to establish or enhance their relationship with distant relatives. Whereas they themselves at first place, they ignore their relationship with their own children and they completely forget their responsibility and the fard towards their own children. How is it possible for a father and mother to give preference to your niece and your nephews over your own son and daughter? You want to bring them over here in this country, from your home country, from Pakistan, Bangladesh, or even or Somalia or any country. You want to bring them over here at the expense of damaging the life of your own son and daughter. This is nothing other than a wool. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa did not approve such marriages. 
And this is unfortunately what happens. It has happened in our community. It has damaged our community. And unfortunately, when we get together in any sitting or gathering, we talk about the unity amongst the Muslim and the whole Ummah. What about the unity within your own family? The Ummah is what? You and I, we are the part of the Ummah. The families, they are the part of the Ummah. And if the families are broken, how can you have the unity within the Ummah? A woman came to the Prophet ﷺ with the name of Khansa bint Jazam. She came to the Prophet ﷺ and she said, O oh Messenger of Allah, my father has given me in nikah of someone that I did not want to. I did not want to marry that person, that individual, but my father has forced me to marry him. So what do I do? And the wording of the hadith in Sahih Bukhari is فَرَدَّ نِكَاحَهَا The Prophet ﷺ rejected her marriage. In another narration it is said that the Prophet ﷺ gave her option and he ﷺ said it is up to you. If you, if you prove it, then you can continue with your marriage. Otherwise, you have full right, complete right to cancel this marriage. But she said, no, I would like to honor the decision of my father, but I just wanted to prove that the father, the parents have nothing to do when it comes to forcing their daughters and their sons to marry someone they are not willing to. So my dear brothers and sisters in Islam, as a parents, you have great responsibility towards your children, towards your sons and daughters. And you are the guardians, you are the protectors. And act as a guardian. Don't be dictator. Don't force them. The forced marriage, wallahi, has nothing to do with the religion of Islam. And unfortunately, such people have given bad reputation to this very religion. This religion is based on balance. And this ummah is the ummah of balance. Ummatan wasata. But it does not mean that the daughters have complete right to ignore the decision or even they cannot consult with their parents and particularly the guardian, the father. This is another reason that many families break because of this. That the son and daughter, they go ahead, they establish their relationship without marriage and they are in constant chat through emails, text messages, phone calls, meetings here and there. And then after one or two years, they think that now they have tested each other's compatibility. Now we are ready to marry. Now let's approach our parents. And then if the father rejects the proposal, the daughter says, my father has rejected without any religious grounds. What ground did you have when you were meeting with non-mahram without the permission of your father? And this is what actually happens in our community, unfortunately. The daughters go ahead without the permission, without the even consultation. 
and without seeking a con- without seeking the consent of the father and the guardian and they go ahead and they marry and then few weeks or months later they start having the problems rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said la nikaha illa bi walish nikah is not valid without the permission of the wali without the permission of the guardian yes if guardian rejects the proposal without any solid and valid reason according to the sharia then his guardianship is taken away he cannot act as a guardian anymore but it does not mean that you as son and daughter you completely ignore the decision of your parents and particularly this condition is for the daughters and we talk about the women's right and this is what islam has given the right to women in order to protect them in order to protect their chastity in order to protect their lives and their dignity and honor and it should not be seen as snatching the freedom of women rather the sole purpose of this is to protect them but if the father has a valid reason then you my dear sister needs to listen to your father he's older he's your guardian he's your protector and you should listen to him and try if you are so convinced with the proposal that you have presented before your parents before your father then you should try to convince him get someone involved within the family or approach the imam to intervene and try to convince your father on the other hand the father should not be stubborn they should not reject the proposal without any valid and solid reason and those reasons must be based on the rules and the regulations of the sharia rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said ayyu mamra'atin nakahat biduni idni waliyha fanikahuha batil fanikahuha batil fanikahuha batil any woman who gets married without the consent of her guardian her nikah is batil is non and void it holds no value it is true that there are some women who do not have their guardians or their guardian actually do not fulfill their responsibility towards them then in this case who should be the guardian rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam again has given us the rule and he has given us the principle he sallallahu alaihi wasallam said fasultanu waliyyu man la waliya la the ruler is the wali and the guardian and the protector of those women who have no protector those who have no guardian obviously living in this country we do not say that the ruler should act as your guardian but as the scholars have said that the community leaders someone who is seen as a leader in the community and it is now for you my dear sister to choose whomsoever you will as your guardian because you completely miss the point if you do so because the purpose of the guardian is to protect you and you cannot choose and the guardian cannot be even proposed by the person who you want to get married your potential husband 
the guardian should not be suggested by him rather you should approach someone who is seen as a leader within the community and then that leader the person who is approached whether it is the imam or other than the imam they again have the responsibility to verify that proposal and to see if they both are compatible and then he should perform the nikah and he should give his consent but unfortunately vast majority of the people within our community they do not understand these rules and regulation and these principles within the islam and this is the third point and this is the third reason that people go ahead with marriage without understanding their responsibilities and the rights of each other Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that nikah is half of your iman. How can you initiate this relationship without knowing nothing at all? This is half of your religion. The way you perform your salah, can you stand in, can you stand in salah without knowing anything? A person converts to Islam, he enters into the fold of Islam. He doesn't know anything. Can you expect him to perform the salah according to the sunnah? No. Because he first has to learn the knowledge. And you need to seek the knowledge about the prayer, the fasting, the zakah, and the hajj, and umrah, and the khlaat. The same way you have to seek the knowledge before getting married. But unfortunately, these type of issues are neither addressed by the masajid or in the khutbahs and, and neither our community or the individual in our community, they try to seek the They do not try to seek the knowledge about these issues. And later on, they fall into problems and then the family breaks. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and ability to understand our religion. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us as a community and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect our families innahu sami'un qareebun mujib Alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shurur anfusina wa min sayyati amalina Ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lahu Ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluhu amma ba'd One of the reasons of the breakages of the families is that the relationship of the marriage does not begin on solid foundations and solid foundation means that when you try to find or seek a proposal or potential husband or wife, you must not ignore the religion, the Islam. And Islam and religion does not simply mean that you look for the aqidah and the prayer of the person, the sister, she wears the niqab, that's it, she is practicing. This can be one of the signs. The brother has a long beard and he wears the thobe all the time. Yes, it can be one of the signs. But this is not what Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam meant when he said, إِذَا أَتَاكُمْ مَنْ تَرْضَوْنَ دِينَهُ وَخُلُقَهُ فَزَوِّجُهُ Whenever you find a suitable proposal for your daughters, someone who is good in his religion as well as character, Akhlaq. This is very important. 
we look for everything the job the qualification the age and even the height and the color of the skin and tribe and everything but the very last thing that someone considers is the religion rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said tunkahu almar'atu li arba' women is married because of mainly four reasons or four bases because of her beauty because of her lineage and because of the wealth and because of the religion and he said fad far din if you want to be successful if you want to have successful marriage then give preference to the religion over everything it does not mean that you ignore other things no it does not at all mean this it means gives preference to the religion and look for other things as well because the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam has encouraged us to to see and to consider the compatibility and if you find the compatible proposal then you must go ahead with it and then finally my dear brothers and sisters in islam once you are married then you have to have great patience the person you have married is not an angel she and she is going to make mistakes and this this is something something you must be, be in your mind right at the beginning of your relationship right at the beginning of the day of nikah you should be in mind and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the quran in surah al-furqan waj'alna ba'dakum li ba'din fitna we have made you for each other fitna and trial every one of us we are trial towards others likewise husband and wife they are also fitna and trials atasbirun then the solution is what break it no atasbirun have patience have sabr may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and ability to understand our religion and may allah dhul jalali quran give us ability and tawfiq to follow the path of rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and to abide by his instructions and his teachings so that we have successful and happy life may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from the evils of shaitan innahu sami'un qareebun mujeeb inna allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala an-nabi ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima allahumma salli ala muhammad wa ala ali muhammad kama sallaita ala ibrahim wa ala ali ibrahim innaka hamidun majid allahumma بارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد ربنا اتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم انا نسالك الهدى والتقى والعفاف والغنى اللهم انا نسالك الصحه والعفه والامانه وحسن الاخلاق اللهم اهدنا لاحسن الاخلاق لا يهدي لاحسنها الا انت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا يئها الا انت ربنا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم وتب علينا انك انت التواب الرحيم وصل اللهم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org